I was in a desperate situation. The Bayou type stuff. Get out of my house. Avocado tiles back in stock. Why do you feel bad about it? Well, you stop it. it. Sounds like a circus. That's weird. I was freaking out. It's, it's like an insurance claim. It sticks with the house. It went terribly wrong. Scenes oh. and I'm like extortion. I'm real estate, real estate is crazy. Is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to The Humor House. I'm your host, Christina Johnson, and my guest today is Rick Albert, and he's out of Los Angeles, L.A., California. So uh, thanks for joining us today, Rick. I'm excited. Absolutely. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing your very interesting you know, story. I've never heard of anything like this happening to someone, so, you know, it's interesting because I think we go through a transaction as real estate agents and it can go so smoothly. And then all of a sudden you're hit with something so unexpected, so strange. It almost gives you pause. You, you don't know quite what to do with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's I mean, especially when it's something like totally brand new. You're like, well, how do we even address this? Like, where do you start? Yeah, I think I tell people you learn something new in every single transaction that you do. So you never stop learning for sure. You know, I think actually just last December, um, you know, you, you, you're working with a client, they find home they love. And then, uh, on my deal, uh, two days before we were supposed to close, the listing agent called us and said, Hey, we just found out the owner owes $45,000 to the bank. What? And <laughs> this has to cancel. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, cancellations not an option so we're gonna sit down and figure this out and my clients were already moving they had already sold their house so um i said we're gonna put our heads together and we're gonna figure it out and we did we actually did she initiated a short sale we did like a temporary rent back and and we were able to close it like two weeks later but nice. yeah but i mean that's that's Okay, that's something. Okay, we know how to anticipate that in the future. Right. To kind of avoid it. Your situation is completely different, completely out of left field. So why don't you start from the beginning? Go ahead. Cool. Okay, so uh, my wife and I were, or actually fiance at the time, we're looking to buy a house. Mm -hmm. We see this house fixer, which is what we wanted. Mm -hmm. um, we were one of 17 offers. So we're like, Okay, let's get creative. We got really creative, got the offer accepted. Two days into escrow, my broker who was representing me on the deal gets a phone call. Now, a little bit of a backstory. The seller was selling because his wife had passed away three years ago. So he wanted to basically just cash out and move to the East Coast to be near family. So, of course, as part of the offer, we're like, hey, we want to start a family here, all that kind of stuff to kind of like go with it. it up. Right? Um, so, fast forward to, at that point, the my broker gets a call from the listing agent. And the listing agent said, hey, look, we have a little situation. Uh, I got a call from a 415 area code, which is like San Francisco Bay Area, right. from a lady saying, why are you selling my house? Oh, okay. <laughs> so was he just trying to sneak it through and just didn't think anyone would notice? <laughs> I think the seller genuinely thought his wife had passed away. Oh, wow. Okay. You think? Yeah. <laughs> and, okay, so tell me a little bit more because how did that even happen? <laughs> um, so what we 
her, we think that the relationship was not the healthiest of relationships. Okay. And so what one of the neighbors told us was that um, maybe a fight broke out, something happened where an ambulance came by. Oh. She went to the ambulance and they never saw her again. Oh, so that, I mean, I guess that would explain why the neighbors thought that something had happened or she had passed away. And I'm sure that he had mentioned something maybe in passing, but how did he think that she had passed away? <laughs> so apparently the, um, the seller, like a friend of his estranged wife, which is what we'll call her now. Um, apparently a friend came by and said, Hey, look, she passed away. Here's a copy of the death certificate. Oh my gosh. Which. Yeah, I don't know about you. I've I've never really seen a death certificate. I've never had to go through that process. So I wouldn't know yeah. if it's real or not. Right. And then obviously if he didn't owe anything on the property, he probably never even thought to file the death certificate. So Right. I mean yeah, it, they would have had to authenticate it or something. So he must exactly. have been sh completely shocked to find Oh yeah. Out. Oh yeah. And then, so basically like, well, hang on, we need a few days to work this out. Just a few. Yeah. Just a few. <laughs> Since it's not a legitimate transaction though. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Cause there's no listing agreement cause she didn't sign the listing agreement. You know, obviously didn't sign the contract, uh, you know, the purchase contract. Yeah. So I called my fiance and I tell him what happened. Honestly, I'm cracking up. Yeah. I just think yeah. it's hilarious. Like, of course, just a day in the life of right. real estate. Yeah. And she's like, I don't find this funny. I'm like, I find this hilarious <laughs> because it's better than the alternative. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like I, I had an inspector find a body underneath the house, but that's a totally different podcast. So oh, yeah, snap. it is better than the alternative. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, yeah. So what do we do? Cause we're about to fly out to go to Peru. Oh. And so we're like, and we're going to go to the Amazon where there's no cell reception. Oh my God. So I said, yeah. look, the market's super hot right now. Yeah. Like we are better off just sticking with it. Mm-hmm and just have patience. So I just lined up all the inspectors. I got everything ready to go. So once everything got straightened out, you know, we go. So we were, we went to Peru, we're in the Amazon, you know, fishing and doing, yeah, doing all sorts of stuff. I get back and apparently they got it worked out. No, <laughs> the inspections already happened and away we go. You know, it's, it's really funny because it is, it's like canceling is not an option. You just better think outside the box and if you think about it, like, yes, it's a gamble, but at the same time, what was this woman thinking, knowing she had faked her death and mm -hmm. calling up me like, Hey, why are you selling my house? Like, why do you think they're selling yeah. the house? <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. Your cover's blown. What are you going to do? <laughs> like eventually something's going to have to happen to that house. Yeah. Right. And she, she sauntered on it. And so I, I, I mean, that's, that's a crazy story. I've never heard of that the closest thing I could even come to something weird on that level would be when I was single and I was on a dating site and the guy's like, yeah, I haven't been mut out much since my wife disappeared. And I was like, X. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that can be complicated. <laughs> so that's, that's insane. I can't yeah. believe it, but I'm so glad that you guys got your house. I think it worked in our favor, yeah. actually, because we were in escrow for $67,000 above list. Oh, wow. And which was hilarious because it was never going to appraise at that price. Right. But I, I told my wife, I'm like, because what we did was we did the escalation clause mm -hmm. where, hey, we're $1,500 above any bona fide offer. 
Yeah, and we don't have an escalation clause down here in San Diego, so that's interesting that you guys have that in LA. We're not that far apart. Right. I mean, it's just something you write in. Mm -hmm. Most of my clients put a cap on it. Okay. I didn't. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> because gambler. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like whatever. We lose some inspection money, whatever. Yeah. Like for me, it was worth the risk, considering how hot the market was. Right. Um, and so yeah, when they we were in escrow, it was listed for four ninety nine. They call us and they're like, hey, the highest offer is like four. Excuse me, it was like five sixty something. I was like, well, let's just take it because the other people were probably thinking I'm going to offer high and try to renegotiate anyways. I'm like, screw right. you guys. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, not today. Yeah, not today. <laughs> but yeah, we ended up uh, we were able to negotiate the price forty seven thousand dollars. Down. Wow. Well, he probably felt so bad about the whole situation. Well, also keep in mind, if he canceled on us, he now has to work with his no longer dead wife oh, to address all God. these other offers. So oh. they're probably thinking, <laughs> no, let's stick with this buyer and let's yeah. just get this thing closed and done. And he still got above list at the end of the yeah. day. Like, yeah. he can't complain. <laughs> Really now he complain. just now he just has to go through a divorce. I get right, <laughs> like oh my gosh, so many things, so many unanswered questions. Oh yeah, wow. Well, you know, how long have you been working in LA? Uh, I've been in LA for the last ten years. Okay, so you know that market really, really well. Yeah, yeah. I started off working with the developer where we were buying homes at the courthouse steps. Oh, wow. So I was able to, you know. So you've got some more stories. And then some. It's been <laughs> so much fun. So much fun. I told myself when I moved down to LA, I'd give it one year. Yeah. And I, it's just been, yeah. It's been such a blast. Wow. That's, and now you have your wife and you guys. Yeah, and we own property and we're, we're happy campers. I'm so excited. Well, let's do a little five questions in five seconds. Are okay. you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Strangest or most interesting client you've ever had? Um, I had a client that was extremely picky to the point where when we were in escrow, a marble refinishing guy came through and said the house has structural issues, even though he's not qualified whatsoever. And my clients actually canceled <gasps> after they had released all their contingencies. Oh no. Over marble? Yep. Over supposed structural issues, even though we had two architects say the house was fine. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Did they, they ever buy something from you? Because how do you even handle someone that picky? We actually didn't. They okay. lost half their deposit. They lost $30,000. <gasps> and I, we oh explained it. was like, look, this guy's not qualified. The house is fine. It's a brand new construction. It's under. They were so picky. Even oh, down to where they wanted an upgraded range and the seller provided it. Oh my gosh, and yeah. they walked away. They walked away. That, that was, was my, uh, yeah, exactly. It was like, we probably dodged a bullet. <laughs> yeah. What situation in the business has ever just taken you by surprise? <laughs> um, so I was setting up for an open house. A guy drives by and says, Hey, is this, you know, open to see him? Like, yeah, sure. Come on in. I'm showing him the house. We go up to the primary bedroom with the walk-in closet. He takes a step inside. He's like, Hey, come here. I said, I don't need to go in there. It's a closet. Yeah, I can see it from here. <laughs> right? Um, he actually kind of pulls me in and says, do you want to have some fun? Oh, <laughs> my God. I moved his hand away from me, and I said, I'm good. <laughs> oh, 
I don't even, I mean, I know I would probably have punched him in the face, but that's just like the knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> right? I'm sure you didn't do that. <laughs> Tempting. Yeah. <laughs> but no. So that was the uh, probably the strangest thing that's ever happened to me. Wow. And what do you love most about L.A.? There is so much to do in L.A. Mm -hmm. that people don't think about, realize, whether it's you want food, like pick any culture, you'll find it. Wow. I know good Peruvian restaurants. You can go to Little Ethiopia if you want to go. You know, also, L.A. is always kind of perceived as being very expensive. Right. Which, yes, housing is expensive. Yes, gas is like, I think, over four bucks a gallon. Yeah. But there's free hiking. There's oh. um, actually free tennis courts throughout LA. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's it, interesting. Some of the museums, different times of the um, like month, will give you free access. Oh. Wow, right? that's neat. I had no idea. And I live in San Diego. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's so I mean, once uh, a few years ago, my wife and I went to a like art exhibit called Pancakes and Booze. And they were giving out pancakes and alcohol. To be honest, the line was too long. <laughs> I was like, eh, I don't want pancakes <laughs> like, that bad. Let's just go to Denny's and buy some yeah, right? store. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like five or ten bucks in downtown. And we got to oh, see wow. cool local artists. All that. I mean, there's so much to do. Yes, COVID's kind of put a damper on things. But yeah. um, in general, like you can have an entertaining weekend. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Or you can. It's, it's really up to you. Yeah. So I guess that kind of goes along with the other question, which is what should people know about L.A. before they move there? But is there anything else that you think is really important for people to know? Um, don't knock neighborhoods you're not familiar with. Okay. L.A. has, I think, 209 different neighborhoods, wow. and they can be completely different from each other. Yeah. And they can San be San Diego's the same way. Yes. Right. But then even if you're looking to, let's say, buy a home, like I have a client right now. We just entered escrow this morning. You know, originally, we were looking in one neighborhood because it's cute, tongue, all that, mm -hmm. but it's super competitive. We just entered escrow literally like a mile away. Yeah, it's like, and it's less competitive. Less competitive. We got it for below list wow. and contingent. Oh. oh. In a hot market. Wow. That's crazy. Well, it's, it's good for them to work with someone like you who's experienced in all those neighborhoods because... Right. You know, we're part of a coaching company, and I always think it's interesting when people are like, oh, where do you, where do you, yeah, where do you specialize? <laughs> and you're like, uh, <laughs> wherever the business takes me. That's impossible. I gotta, you know, because every zip code is different from one area to the next. So you yeah. have to know them all. And there's enough data out there to help you, right? So yeah. I look and say, if I look at sales, oh, sales, I've noticed above this one street is going for higher than below. Okay, that's yes. common sense. It says, okay, that's clearly a demarcation line. Yes. You know, back in the day, you know, our parents, maybe even grandparents' generation, like, we have a big book and no one else can see this book. Like, you, yeah. you actually had to be a specific neighborhood expert. Yes. Like, you didn't yeah. have a choice. That's now true. It's I like, do remember the book. My, my parents were in the business, like, from the 70s. Oh, and wow. And I would go into the office and have to update the book. <laughs> so... Yeah, I remember. I was like in the early 2000s. I'm like, can we stop doing the book now? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's on the Kindle. Anymore. Like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what's an interesting fact about you as a person or just something about you that people should know? 
Um, I do like to enjoy hiking. One of the things I used to do, and I don't do as much anymore, but I loved the obstacle courses, the Tough Mudders, the Spartan races. I used to do a lot of that. Uh, I used to want to sign up for that until I watched a YouTube video, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's. I'll tell you, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you do, I mean, it, it's hard. Yeah. Right? Um, like I said, it's been, it's, unfortunately, it's been too long since I've done one. Um, I plan on doing them next year. Well, maybe you need to get like a like a mud race challenge maybe. going, and see if you can get. Well, you know when COVID ends. That's we'll right. See. We'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Everything's hindering on that. And if someone's thinking about either moving from or to LA, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm on pretty much the major social platforms. You know, at Rick B as in boy Albert. So at Rick B Albert. Um, feel free to give me a call, 323-929-7653. I'll throw it out there. Yeah. Awesome. I, I, I respond. Great. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for, for the story and for all the information. It's, it's been great talking to you, and I look forward to more stories. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Unintentionally. <Thank you. laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll talk to you soon. Perfect. Thank you so much.